0: yeah
1: welcome to the regular guys random things weekly podcast thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things so sit back and relax while they get started
2: Hey everyone, how's it going? We're back again. The guys are back in town. That's not how the song goes, is it? No, the boys are back in town. The boys are back in (laughs) town. The boys are back in town. No, we're guys. We're not boys. I like that. So I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with Dustin, Hey. And John. Yo, what's up? And we're the RGRT Podcast. Um, What's up, John? What you got? For this last week,
0: I know I went and got food. You did? I did. I bought food. You Sure. Um, you we, did do eat. It, we do it every week no I mean like food shopping for the house that's your highlight of the week oh, oh god dude son of a just wreck the place holy got, crap got the table legs sorry um yeah I mean I, I don't think I did much this week I played some de- oh you know what I finished Last Wish that's something but I don't think I had anything like not Destiny related that I did Last week. Hmm. Actually, no, I remember now because we had the day off. Right?
2: Yes, we did have the day off.
0: So, on Saturday, we did a bunch of chores and got things cleaned up and organized more. And then Monday, I slept in. We had some Mekong for lunch. Kids went, had a good time. They had some Pad Thai which they don't normally have. They usually just have the rice. So they were branching out a bit, and uh, and then I have no idea what we did later in the day on that day. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: Seriously,
1: <laughs> you're worthless. <laughs> Destin, what'd you do? Uh, so I I think I've told you guys I got an electric bike a while ago. I Did yes. some swindling and trading and acquired an electric bike but but
0: the one you told us about was a folding bike
1: yeah i uh i have it so i have two electric bikes one is kind of a parts bike that i'm hoping to make a scooter of the other one is uh well i didn't know if it was functional but i tore the battery pack apart and then i put some of my rc batteries in it and got it running and took it for a test drive on friday uh, up and down the street in the pouring rain, and so it goes pretty good, pretty
2: fast. Need to work that on the That sounds a like a country song. Took it for a test drive <laughs> up and down the street in the pouring rain
0: with my wife in the background. Review mirror because she got mad, and then I had to go. I don't know. That's
1: just wow. You really my <laughs> took it there. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my country. <laughs> 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 nice.
2: <laughs> uh, electric bikes don't have review mirrors, dude.
0: They could, but you're right. It doesn't come standard on any that I know of.
1: So, <coughs> i I haven't decided, but I possibly may hack this bike up and make the the scooter. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm so still in the face. You're gonna
2: take two two electric bikes and possibly have them play some boom chicka wow wow music and end up with a scooter I at the end i need
1: some love yeah, like yeah. i
0: never needed love before
1: Might, may do some cutting and grinding and <laughs> to end up with two
2: one. wow nice so you know,
1: and you'll have a scooter baby have a scooter baby does i some, don't know i haven't decided what i'm gonna do yet
0: do you know what i was singing i know scott does do you no spice girls <laughs> did you know
1: no
2: really Oh my That scares me. <laughs> okay.
1: The other thing I could do is I That's could true. just make the electric bike functional, sell it, and then do some other project. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm up in the fence. I'm I'm really just waiting for it to get warm so I can go back out to my shop it's and start working so on stuff. So cold. Because right now my options for home is movies or destiny or inside stuff and yeah. i did watch a movie which you guys didn't but i did oh, watch yeah. a movie we
2: were supposed to watch a movie this week and mm. i failed my bad whoops
1: and i was so looking forward to talking about it but you guys uh, are slackers
2: we are slackers i will fully accept that
1: i had monday off too and it snowed really bad oh, it did. that's right and uh it was kind of fun. I took, I hooked the sled up, my, one of my ice fishing sleds up in the back of the car and pulled the kids around the neighborhood and for like an hour. And then I took them for hot chocolate. And then on the way home, they were like, Hey, the church parking lot hasn't been plowed. Let's go do some um, donuts. So we went and did donuts in the church parking lot. And then I drove to work yesterday and all that <laughs> snow was packed in my rims and my car felt like it was a shake apart on the freeway. <laughs> so I had to stop and kick the snow out. And <laughs> nice. It was fun. And I just, fun brown the rest of the day so it was nice.
2: So I was supposed to have Monday off right but we had a major upgrade so I ended up working most of the day. Really? Yeah. well You will you'll get comp for that though, right? I hope maybe someday. Uh
1: I worked a little bit for
2: you on Monday too. You did. You helped yeah. out. Thank you for that. I appreciate yeah. it. No problem. But um you know what I realized this week? I'm old. Oh. So I have always sworn off getting a snow blower, right? Mhm. Because when I get can a snow shovel blower, it. right. When I get a snow blower, that means I'm too old to shovel. But this snow that we had on Monday, it about killed me. It was so heavy. It was so heavy. <laughs> and it, and I have a big driveway and it was it was horrible. And for the first time in my life, I actually contemplated getting a snow blower. And that's when I said, you know, I'll know I'm old when I need to buy a snowblower. Okay, wait. So
1: it wasn't the gray in your beard. No, it wasn't the reading glasses that you no. have to have. To.
2: Well, that that but it wasn't it, the niece. it wasn't
1: it wasn't <laughs> the grandchild calling you grandpa. Nope, nope. <laughs> it he was can't speak it. <laughs> it was the heavy <laughs> it was the heavy snowstorm on Monday yeah.
2: that made yep. you decide you're old. That's it. That's pretty funny. That's what that that's the straw that broke the camel's back because <laughs> you know I finally decided. um that was a heavy straw. That, this is a <laughs> lot of pain to go through for pride, right? <laughs> that's all it is. It's pride. So, that's funny. so here's the hard thing about snow
1: blowers in Utah, is either you get this crazy snow, blo- the snow that falls, that your single stage can't take care of, or you don't get enough snow for a a two stage to take care of, or it just doesn't snow at all.
2: I know it's crazy, huh? I so, have a
1: solution. I haven't, I haven't broken my snowblower out at all this you, year. You
2: didn't even on Monday.
1: Well, so I started shoveling, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty heavy snow." And so I'm like, oh, "I'm gonna go out the shed and grab the snowblower." And then it was buried behind everything else, and I was like, <laughs> "Is it worth it?" It's and more then work to dig it out uh, and to
2: shovel the driveway.
1: And then I went back out and I started shoveling again, and I was like, "Oh, I should go get the snowblower." And then I was like, "Well, this snow's really heavy, and I only have a single stage and." It's probably just going to clog it up. By the time I get it out, get gas in it, and have to clean out the single stage a million times, I could have just shoveled it. So I just shoveled.
0: Hmm. I have a solution.
1: What? An ego
0: electric snowblower that doesn't give two craps about stages because that sucker throws snow no matter what, suckers.
1: Well, so, no, that's not true.
0: It is true because I used it my driveway's clear right now. It my isn't true. not hurt. It isn't true. Because and I was able to get it out because it wasn't buried because I can hang it however I want because there's no gas.
1: That has nothing to do with anything. That's You're pretty, so off topic. Cool. You're so off base. My snowblower will throw snow all day long and never gets bogged down. The problem is, is when it's that slushy hard stuff, it gets stuck in the chute. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with electric or gas.
0: Well, guess what? My electric didn't get stuck in the chute, and I even blew off the road
2: in front of my house. It worked so good. I have another solution. (laughs) What? I have one solution that's 12 years old and another one that's (laughs) 8 years old. (laughs) Yeah, what do you complain about a snowblower for? (laughs) That's funny. So no, I have to give Ethan props. He did come help me um, do some of the driveway, and that helped a lot. So Jonah helped me too. That's what I. That's my other solution is I need to start getting them to do the driveway instead of me. So it's either a snowblower or make the kids do it. So I was at Home Depot,
0: <coughs> and I was looking at salt. I'm out of salt for the driveway. And this guy comes in, and he's standing next to this big old two-stage. Like, the thing was the size of a small country. And he's like, oh, me, big, strong. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. If he was big and strong, he'd be shoveling it with a shovel. True, but he wasn't about to do that. So he's standing by this thing, and and he asked the uh, Home Depot employee to, to talk to him about it. And I'm just standing there looking at the salt, and I'm like, man. This little Ego blower weighs 20 pounds, you know. It throws snow like a champ. It's the same price as what he was looking at. He was looking at like a $600 mower or a blower, $700 blower, and the Ego electric one's not cheap. So, I mean, there is that drawback. But anyway, I never said anything to him, and
1: I feel bad. So here's the deal. Everybody went to fire up their snow blower on Monday. And they let their gas sit in their carburetor for a whole year. Yep. And they couldn't, they couldn't get their snow blowers to start. So you know what's going to happen like springtime? Everybody's going to wait for those blowers to go on sale. They're going to They're gonna buy a new one. They're going to give their old one to the DI. So you go to the DI. You spend $25 on snow snowblower. And you take the bowl off the bottom of the carburetor, spray it out with some carb cleaner, spray some carb cleaner in the carburetor, put new gas in it, and they'll start right up.
2: That's right. way cheaper. That, that's my plan. I'm I'm buying one and bringing it to Dustin's house. So I used to heavy. fix it for me.
1: I used to buy them from the DI all the time, and I would wait for like Sundays or Monday's snow to happen, and I'd put on my KSL and sell them for two hundred bucks, and I would just sell them out in one day. I used to make well, a look lot at money. you. Problem is, you got to store all these snowblowers someplace, and it was too much. So, yeah,
2: Destin's Mr. Entrepreneur,
0: Dustin's always been able to flip stuff. He's always
2: had a mind for it. He does. He's good at that. Taking somebody's junk and making a profit off of it.
0: I watch this YouTube channel of a guy that will take steel, like old steel things that are just totally hammered. And he'll strip off all the old paint, you know, because it's usually junk anyway. And clean up the metal and then restore the thing. It's pretty cool. But I kind of imagine
2: Dustin doing that. But yeah, I like that plan. That's a good plan. We can do it. All right. That's what I'm going to do.
1: And as long as you put a shutoff valve in line with the tank or do you make sure you drain the tank every year, you should be fine. I usually forget to drain mine or I think I got one more in it and then I end up doing it the first. And so that was kind of the other reason I was like, yeah, probably going to have to. Can't remember if there's gas in that thing or not. It'll be bad. If you buy ethanol free gas and mix it, you're usually okay. But yeah
0: makes it because it's two-stroke. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't stink. It's not noisy. The only thing, the only drawback for this blower, is the price. But I can store it any way I want because the fuel's not going to leak out. I can, you know, it's freaking powerful. How
1: much did you pay for it? It's like six hundred. I paid twenty five for mine.
0: I know twenty five dollars,
2: not twenty five. Twenty five dollars.
0: I know. I know. The price is a big difference, but I love that thing. Do. Why don't you come do mine
2: next time it snows
0: I could advertise
1: I actually didn't buy this one (coughs) I have now I actually got it from our rental property The people left everything they owned inside the shed We put it out on the driveway After they left for I can't remember 30 days Waiting for them to come pick up their stuff And they never did So I took what I wanted And then hauled the rest of the dump
2: Nice
0: You still have a rental property?
1: No Was that miserable? Mm, Sometimes Sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was bad. It was my dad's rental property. I used to just manage it. Oh. But I used to make, it was free money when I didn't have deadbeat losers renting the house. So
2: How often was that?
1: (coughs) Uh, Let's see. We had a couple that rented from us for like four years and they were a dream. And when they left the house, they left it in great condition every single person I rented after that cycled out about every six months instead of committing to the nine month lease and the house usually was trashed in that six months. So mm. yeah, it got to be kind of a pain. And then interviewing applicants is horrible too. So,
0: so are you a slob? Oh no, no, we're not a slob. We'd we love to keep things clean. Okay. All right. Well sign What's here. that
2: big stain on your shirt? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that was mustard. Um, okay. For lunch today. That's a feature, That's not a, a bug. <laughs> <laughs> I was out of yellow dye. Yeah.
2: I meant to do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Renting sounds miserable. My brother does Airbnb and they they're only there long enough to do a little bit of stupid crap. So, if, so if I was going to do it,
1: I would do Airbnb. <laughs> To be honest, this rental house was kind of in a a lower income part of town. Income part of town. It wasn't the best, and so and our rent wasn't very high, so we attracted a lot of people um, because it was just kind of a – and most of the people just right off the bat couldn't even qualify, but they just put in hoping that something. So I usually had what I felt like was 10 good applicants that I could choose from. Uh, and then I would interview them and walk, do a walkthrough through the house. And usually like in that first, you know, kind of interview process, you can kind of weed out everybody you couldn't weed out on paper, but most people just, you know, and it's some of it, you know, people get divorced or somebody loses their job or whatever. And I don't know, but I don't, I don't understand tra- trashing the house.
2: Yeah. That sucks. Uh, Scott found something out. What did Scott find out? Scott found out that someone here doesn't like it when Scott refers to himself in the third person. Yeah, John. John (laughs) hates it when someone
0: refers to himself in the third person. Well, Dustin might
2: start referring to himself in the third person, too. No, nobody needs to do that. I think we should do the whole rest of the show. John disagrees with you. Scott thinks (laughs) that's a great idea. Dustin seconds John's, or Scott's motion.
0: (laughs) Do you see where this is going? This is going to the toilet really fast, says John. Sorry. Dustin
1: doesn't need to go to the toilet. He's already been.
0: John went right before this as well, but that's not the point. The point is is that it's super annoying.
1: Why does John not like it when Dustin refers to himself in the third person? It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with anyone doing it
0: because they sound like a total idiot, and I hate it, says John.
2: Scott thinks sometimes you just have to do it to make a point. Like when Dustin right thinks now. that
1: all of our viewers would always know who was talking if we referred to ourselves in the third person.
0: <laughs> it's so dumb. John says, You're both crazy.
1: So Dustin says, we will probably won't do this on the podcast, but I definitely know how I'm going to talk to you from now on.
0: Uh, this all came up because of a certain TV show where the character refers to himself in third person all the time. And I I can't
1: stand it. What TV show? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I, I've actually just watched the first couple episodes of that. And it seems hilarious. Terry Crews, that character, yeah. he does it
0: later on, like I would say halfway through the seasons. And I it ruined it for me. He was super funny. His character was great. And then he started going, Terry needs a bottle. Terry's so hungry. Terry doesn't like to drive. And I, I'm i like, I'm out.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm out. Bye. Can't stand that crap.
2: Isn't it supposed to be goofy and stupid and yeah, funny? Yeah, and
0: the show is stupid, goofy, and funny. But some stupid, goofy, and funny is really annoying. And some stupid, goofy, funny is actually funny. And that, for me, speaking for myself, is super annoying. I can't stand it. John
2: speaking for John.
0: John speaking right now for himself. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> anyway, yes, you did find that out. I did divulge that to you yesterday. Scott did find that
1: out, and mm. now
2: Scott's going to use it as much as he can.
1: I think Dustin will use it as much <laughs> as he can, also.
0: <laughs> you guys are horrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that uh, he had that problem.
2: Yeah. Interesting.
0: That's because you guys don't talk like idiots, so that's why you didn't know, because it was never an issue, because you use
2: normal language. That's why. Yeah. Okay. I huh? thought we said plenty of idiotic things before. Nothing that bad. But we just never said it in the third person. So as long as you say idiotic things in the first person, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But if you say I'm in the third person, it's it's out of bounds. Yes. Okay. What it other annoyances do you have?
0: I. There are not very many. I can't think of any right now. Just, I mean, that one, it's big time. And I actually, I didn't even know it bugged me that bad until the show. I'm like, this is intolerable. I cannot stand this. He's got to stop. And I thought, okay, next episode, maybe. Nope. Next next season, maybe. Nope. So Carl Malone didn't do it for you?
2: You probably didn't watch much basketball back in the day. Actually,
0: I think I've heard that Carl Malone talks in the third Mm -hmm. person, but I never saw it. But yes, that would drive me crazy. Carmelo, stop talking in third person. It's terrible.
1: Just talk like a normal person. He was just funny to listen
2: to talk. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he always had good stuff to say.
0: Carmelo, he'd like to shoot the ball from downtown. It's like, wait, Carmelo, are you talking about yourself right now? Because you could just say, I like to shoot from downtown. Anyway. But
2: I, then you can't hold a conversation <laughs> with yourself as well.
0: I'm not here to advise Carmelo. The guy's clearly way more successful than me. But I'm just saying, the third person thing is, is I don't know.
2: Well, well who are you going to have a conversation with when you're by yourself if, if you can't refer to yourself in the third person, John?
0: If I want to have a conversation with myself, I say pronouns like, you're so stupid, or you're so sexy. I don't. <laughs> <Isn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> why, is that, why is that so funny, Dustin?
2: <laughs> and then, do you answer yourself and say, why, yes, I am. Well,
0: it just depends. <laughs> do i have do I have morning face or you know is it right after a workout like dang
2: John, you're so strong, you know oh geez. now you're doing third person there was third person right there. I didn't mean to do it, you did it you, the, the, so you like dang, you look so flat, bro, isn't you the same as the same that's still third person is it yes. I don't think so, yeah <sighs> I don't know, see so you love it. you talk to yourself in third person all the time.
0: Okay, as executive podcast uh, manufacturing distributor, I hereby say we move on from this stupid <laughs> third-person
2: garbage. Do you guys ever talk to yourself? Like, yes, and you. So you'll have one part of the conversation out loud, and the and the other half of the conversation in your mind. Not all the time, but yes, I happening. find myself doing that sometimes. Or I'll talk, and then I'll answer in my mind, and then I'll talk. That means I'm crazy, right?
1: No, I kind of sometimes do that too. You know what I really do a lot in my own mind is I cuss to myself. (laughs) 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 What's wrong with that dirty run son of a...
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not the same. That's not what Scott's describing. Have you ever... No,
1: I know what he's describing, but that's that's the most of the talk, you know, like, and then I'll be like, why the hell would he even do that? So I just keep going on and on and on and on. And then I find myself going, well, maybe it's because, so then uh, I guess it's not a, like a two way conversation, but yeah, I'm talking to myself pretty much.
0: If I'm really deep in thought or like in the middle of a project, let's say I'm changing my fish tank water. So I'm changing my fish tank water. I'm thinking about it in my head. Okay. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then sometimes I'll realize I screwed some part of it up and I'll verbally say, ah, freak, I forgot to turn the dang water off or something. So i I kind of break out of that train of thought that I was having, and I speak something. Don't
1: that. you just when you change your fish tank water? Don't you just pull that little silver handle, and it's like <laughs> and it spins in a circle and then goes away. New water <laughs> appears. You put your fish back in. I mean,
0: I mean, you could do it that way. It'd be really expensive. You'd be buying fish every other minute. But but no, they're they're not in the toilet, Dustin. Thank My you. fish only
1: cost a quarter. That's right.
0: I'm not sure what Maybe year.
1: 13 cents. Those goldfish. The <laughs> awesomest fish on earth. <laughs> they live through everything. <laughs>
0: Swedish fish? They they oh, lasted you through go. your intestines and came out whole? No,
2: goldfish. Oh, goldfish. That's gross. But I agree with you. I definitely have a different vocabulary I use inside my head than I do out loud. I, I definitely do, too. I can't say that I do, necessarily. I, I have the same vocabulary, you have a, vocabulary you have a, in or out clean brain inside
0: your head a long time ago i decided that if we're going to play this stupid game of word substitution in other words freak is not as bad as and shoot's not as bad as and darn's not as bad as okay so if we're going to play this stupid game where somehow we're going to give these other words less weight when they mean exactly what we meant then i could just substitute any word i wanted so for a long time i would say if and i would mean it too I would say, Oh, dish dang, turd fart, spaghetti bowl, balls fork. I still was angry. Sure. And people were still ironically not offended.
1: You know where I find myself cussing a lot in my own head? Is when I have somebody come to me who needs some help that is totally just not getting it. Like or impatience. Or they're telling me, I'm they're, they come for me for help, and then they tell me I'm wrong. That's annoying. Which drives me crazy. Sure. And so, you know, as a professional, I have to put on a happy, smiley face. But in case. my head, I'm like, what
2: a freaking moron. That's what that look is I get from you all the time <laughs> now when I come asking for stuff. <laughs> now I know what's really going on inside your brain. It's
0: not easy for anyone to have someone, you know, arrogantly come in and... And beat their chest and tell you you're an idiot and they know everything. That's annoying for everyone. And so I would probably guess that my. What, inner if,
2: what if they're right?
0: It doesn't matter. The way that they're going about it's still so annoying, you know?
2: I don't know. I do know everything, John, just so you know. That's fine. It, uh,
1: so I have a coworker. We have a coworker right now who came to one of our other coworkers and he asked a question. Well,. I shouldn't say he he didn't ask a question. He came in and told the coworker that this needed to be done this way. And that coworker said that we can't do that. It's not possible. And so he got all frustrated and he left. And then he came to me and said the same thing. And so uh, I, I dissected what he was trying to say and interpreted what he was trying to accomplish, and I did it. And so then I sent him an email back and said, okay, it's done, it should be good, test it, let me know. So he sent a reply back and he said, thank you. You know, you're just the only person that can do this. And I wrote back to him and I said, actually, everybody on my team could have done this. And he said, well, I went to so-and-so and he told me it couldn't be done. And I thought to myself, well, that's because you came in and you told him how to do his job and really what you should have come in and said, hey, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. Can you help me? And so I wrote this email back kind of explaining that. And I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't send that because maybe that will offend him. So I just sent him an email back and said, come talk to me. So I'm waiting for that person to come talk to me. But it happens all the time. He comes in, he tells you, how things should be, and then when you, if, if you don't have the patience to dissect what he's trying to ask, usually ends up with him stomping away, being mad. Hmm. And so, I'm hoping maybe I have this really good example. I can say, "Hey, look, man! Instead of telling someone to do something, maybe come in and tell them what you're trying to accomplish, and then they can give you a solution, and then see if it works." But
0: or, or instead uh, of telling, ask ask. Hey, "Hey, I'm trying to do this. Would this be the right way to do it, or what do you think about this option? I I can't stand... Is the word petulance when someone acts like that? that? That's a word. Is it the word correctly used in this case? Because it's so frustrating. I think you should just run with it. Pouty fit. Oh, okay. So not not necessarily exactly. Anyway, that's so annoying. It frustrates the crap out of me.
1: And being in the industry that we're in... (laughs) You know, worm farming. It's really hard to not get away from that. When you're a worm farmer. Worm farmers
2: have some bad habits. They do. Sometimes. And including us. I'm not saying we don't. I am. No, you have bad habits, dude. I do not. You do.
0: I do not. When I go into Dustin's office, I kneel down on both knees and I put my hands together (laughs) and then I bow.
1: And then you're like, hey, explain <laughs> this thing to me again for the 51st time.
2: How,
0: please, uh, Master Dustin, uh, please, can I please have my IP address, please?
2: <laughs> and then he kicks you in the head and says, get out of my office. Get
0: out of here, you unfaithful piece of crap servant. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I had an
1: example of,
0: of that story of another uh, situation for me, but I can't remember
1: it. I think we well, should change the topic. I don't like talking about that. It yeah. just makes me angry. Makes you grumpy. All right, what you, well, because
2: <laughs> well, we, we, we're so lame, we don't have a real topic. What do you want to talk about?
1: So remember last week when we talked about Ready Player One? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was so disappointed in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I took what you guys said and I rewatched it. And? And I watched it without the book story. the in book mind? story in my mind. Just watched it for what it is. Right. It was
2: good. Yeah, it's enjoyed much it. better if you separate it from the book.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I watched it again, and I was like, okay, yeah, looking at it through a different set of uh, goggles, I guess. Yeah, I had better. the exact
2: same thing happen to me. The movie was a complete dud the first time I watched it, and then it was on one time and <clears throat> watched it again, and I thought, yeah, that wasn't too bad as long as you take the movie for itself and not try and tie it to the book. And then I watched
1: this little uh, this little clip it of Frank. Uh, um, what the heck, Klein? What's his first name? Colin? Ernest Ernest Klein is the author of the book. He they did this little uh, the making of Ready Player One, and uh, he kind of explained himself about why uh, he he wanted to make this movie, and because Spielberg picked it up. And then he started talking about all of these movies that were influ- influential in his life. Uh, Spielberg movies and then I watched it and I was like okay yeah I can see kind of where he was coming at and I can see maybe why he wanted to change the story or how they kind of made it work and then watched the movie and I started noticing all these little things that pulled from other Spielberg movies like little sound chimes from Back to the Future and some other things and then I started looking at it kind of from the perspective of some of these other movies and I really started thinking that he has a lot of... Like, Spielberg has kind of these
2: Wow, you, you quirks. went deep in this thing,
1: man. Mm-hmm. I did. Like, he kind of has these... Not quirks, but, like, the way he lays things out, the way he sets scenes up, the way he... Like, I noticed a lot of those he's things. He's got a style. He's got a style, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And I was like, okay, now I see this. And then... That all played back to the whole '80s concept, and it really kind of fit. And that's, I, I think I enjoyed it a lot more the second time.
0: That reminds me of um, John Williams' music.
2: I mean, you can. John's talking about himself in the third no, person. No, I'm
0: not. He has. We were style. talking
1: about this, right? A dying cat. That's his funny. music. It was, he was singing it before it's, we recorded the podcast. It's fairly
0: accurate. John agrees with you. Um. <laughs> But, uh, John Williams, he's got, he's got riffs and stuff that he loves to use in music. And I don't think he's trying to sound the same. I just think that he likes a certain chord progression or a certain octave Yeah, he change. definitely
2: has a style. You can, I can pick out John Williams' music a lot. Yeah.
0: And so it's probably similar to Spielberg. Spielberg is able to probably hide it because film's different than audio. Um, he's he's probably able to hide that style a little more because it's a bit,
2: it's just different. I think John Williams can also hide it more when you're watching the movie. It's when you take the the audio, the soundtrack, and separate it from the visuals, and then you start really, if you just listen to them without the visuals, then you really start noticing the similarities. But with the visuals, it kind of gives it that extra difference that, makes it seem more unique
0: yeah like the star wars intro and the indiana, indiana jones music if you put those by each other they sound really similar It's just interesting because these are humans making art and we don't always look at it that way i mean we do films art but <clears throat> what i'm saying is is that we kind of think like it's a big pool of art instead of a specific person you know
1: i think that <coughs> kind of flows to everything like like even just being a worm farmer, I've noticed that the other worm farmers have different styles than oh, I yeah. do, but we end up at the same end goal, but the you, way you that they get there sometimes, still? yeah, we like, still have big worms.
0: You like, to sta- <laughs> you like to stab the rod in the ground and and put electricity to it, whereas the other worm farmers, they just put their ear to the ground and listen, and at the end of the day, we all got buckets of worms.
1: Exactly, hmm. but uh, I think that is I think that not just art stuff. I think you kind of get your style, and then things kind of just roll that way. I don't know.
0: Well, definitely your personality flows into it. I really do. Li- I'm. I'm not a perfectionist, but I. I like things clean, tidy, and done well, and done right, and done the right the first time. Some people are like, I could not care less. So, at at the worm farm, I was assigned to one of the sheds. And the shed was in disarray. I mean, everything still worked. The tools were all working, but the shed looked like a dump. So I spent a lot of my time there (laughs) cleaning cleaning up up after the the worms.
1: Yeah.
2: Cleaning up after
0: the dump. After the previous worm
2: farmer who was in the shed. Yeah.
0: And, And it, and but the but the worms were sold and and every, I'm not saying that it affected business, but the shed now looks very nice, and I prefer that. So.
2: Wow, well, we're, we're really <laughs> running with this worm farming thing, man. <laughs>
0: Dude, have <laughs> you ever watched worm that? farming on YouTube? <laughs> have you watched it?
2: Is that a real thing? It's
0: a real thing, and they'll talk to you about. How they bait them, how they feed them, where they find new territories for new worms, and then that you know what certain worms are worth. And if you get this fatty then you can put him in this and he's worth that, blah blah blah. It's crazy. I you
2: actually know have
0: watched that on YouTube.
2: You know what's even crazier <clears throat> than that there's actually worm farmers? That there's actually people making videos about worm farmers. And even crazier <laughs> than that is there's actually people watching these videos oh, dude, I'm on a worm farming.
0: For it. I'm a sucker for videos on
2: YouTube. I'm a sucker for YouTube videos, too. Wow. That's crazy. Maybe that should be our next reviewable video is the worm farming video. Think about this, though. How how did the buyer and the seller get hooked up? Isn't there a sign in their front yard that says worms 25 cents a dozen or something? No, hold on. You're sitting next to this guy and you're like... 25 cents a dozen? Dang. Where's that place? I'm going to get me some worms. (laughs) That's a good price. You're sitting next to this guy and you're like,
0: if only I had... A yellow striped night crawler glow in the dark turd. And the other guy's like, I could get one for you.
2: So (laughs) it come out to my trunk.
0: You know, And he's like, well, how much? Well, I was out in the forest for 17 hours. How about 20 bucks? So. All right.
1: (laughs) So you want to hear something funny? Yep. So when I was a kid, my grandpa used to catch worms. We'd go fishing all the time. So one time I was out late at night and I noticed that my yard had a bunch of worms in it. So I was like, I'm going to catch some worms. I'm going to put a sign out front of my house. I'm going to sell worms. So I did. So I started selling worms and people would come by and I would sell them a dozen worms. And I had this cool gimmick. I sell baker's dozens. Ooh. So they got 13 worms for the price of 12. Buy 12, get one free. So we lived on a busy street and I started selling worms like crazy. Like, and so then I was trying to catch worms every single night and I didn't know anything about worms. And so I just threw a bunch of dirt in a cooler and I had all these worms inside the cooler and the worms all started dying and getting nasty, stinky. So then my dad went to another place that was selling worms and kind of did some recon work and found out that we should buy some peat moss and blah, blah, blah. And we made this mixture and then I started selling worms and I was selling worms like crazy, like all the time. So one day this guy stops by and he says, I want to buy worms from you. And I was like, okay. And he said, I'm going to Lake Powell for a month. I need 60 dozen worms. Whoa! And I said, okay. And he gave me $60 and he said, I'll be back in two weeks to get, (laughs) to get them. And so I was so excited. My dad, I come home or my dad comes home from work and he's like, I'm like, dad, guess what? I sold 60 dozen worms today. And he's like, what? And I said, yeah, I sold 60 dozen worms. And he's like, we, you don't have 60 dozen worms. And I was like, yeah, but we can get them. Said, okay. When do you need them by? And I'm like two weeks. So my dad's jaw hits the floor and we started like asking everybody to water their lawns. Like we went to my grandpa's house. We, I mean, and we ended up collecting 60 dozen worms. But for one whole summer, I probably sold 200 dozen worms.
0: Wow. So,
2: all right. You really are a worm farmer.
0: I Yeah, that's actually funny that he is. But on the YouTube thing that I watched, they would stick down rods in the ground and hit them with hammer or whatever and vibrate the rod, and that would piss off the worms, and they'd come to the surface. Yeah. What did you do?
1: Uh, we used flashlights mostly. There was a, There is a method where you take... One still rod and the other still rod, and you put positive on one and negative on the other, and it does the same thing. It creates a vibration in the ground, and the worms come rising to the top. Most people don't like to buy worms that have rapidly come to the surface.
0: Oh, how, how can tell? they tell? How can they tell? I don't know. I
1: guess they. Just, I guess there's a difference between farm-grown worms and harvested Organically worms. Organically grown People worms don't like... Responsibly sourced. Right. So people <laughs> don't like harvested <laughs> but I don't know. That's really
0: funky. I wonder... That's weird. Yeah, how can they tell the difference? But I think we have to cut it short because... Oh, hold on one more thing, though. Wouldn't it be funny if you uh, were told that by some guy who used that so that his job was way easier and he told you that people don't like it so that you wouldn't do it so that he could (laughs) have a competitive (laughs) edge? Well, no. Like,
1: what would happen is people would show up to my house to buy worms and they'd be like, how do you get your worms? And so then... I started. Oh, we got these two shocker things. We so put them in the ground. Yeah. Okay. See ya. And they'd leave. Really? So then I was like, I can really tell a difference. I'm like, you're buying a dozen worms. You're just going fishing for the day. Like the fish don't care. So my dad caught on and he said, Just tell them you pull them out of the ground. Don't tell him anything about the shockers. We didn't really use the shockers very much, but. Um, My dad's like these people buying a dozen worms, go fishing for the day. They don't care; they can't tell the difference between the worms or not. Like I couldn't tell the difference, and so. So
0: you use the shockers?
1: Yeah, my grandpa built me a rig that had like five probes that you'd just stick in the ground, and then you'd plug it in, and then come back five minutes later, and there'd be worms laying all over the ground. You just pick them up, put them in your thing. Nice. So.
0: That is crazy. Yeah. And so you. When you said flashlights at night, was that your canned response? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just use our flashlights and
1: pick them out of the ground. Nice. <laughs> that's
0: funny.
2: All right. Well, that's all I had. Yeah. We have to cut it short today because the uh, RGRT studios that we record out of, we sublet them. Did you know that?
0: Yeah. and uh, Money's been flowing in like crazy. <laughs> and uh, the people who lease it from us
1: need it. Yeah. So we got to
0: make money. More money, more problems.
1: So I was thinking, so this is episode 49. We said what? we were going to do it something is? crazy on episode 50. So we can't do Night of the Living Deb on, movie Rio no. on 50. No, we, we got to do something better for 50. We something better. I thought we were going to live stream. Yeah, maybe. So maybe we should plan on trying to do something next week at we need, Scott's house.
2: We need to uh, have a brainstorming session on that. Put it on the calendar. John. So now you have
1: two weeks to watch Night of the Living Deb. Nice. I'll probably need it. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm going to procrastinate for 13 days. And right.
1: And <laughs> it's, I'm with you, John. It's It's better than I think some of the other ones we've watched. Okay, good. It's pretty funny. You'll like it.
2: Okay. I don't know if it can beat Zombies, man. That one was awesome. That was pretty good. Okay, <laughs> so we'll
1: do something fun okay. for episode 50 All next right. week.
2: We'll have to think about that. So uh, that's our show for today for John. Have a good one. (laughs) Dustin.
1: Dustin says, so long, farewell, a feed is into you. And
2: and I'm your host, Scott. May the force be with you. See you. Bye.
1: Oh, wait. You know what? What? Uh, Uh, (laughs) I forgot to cue up the (laughs) outro music. Oh, we gotta have our funky great. outro music. Dude.
2: By yeah, the this
0: way, bonus content. By the way, you said I sound like a dying cat? <laughs> yeah.
2: Scott wants to thank everybody for a good show.